The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Scout. Hi, babe. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. I am finally back in Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> Not yet home. First of all, how how fucking cute was it that um, that fan made us? I for, I wrote her name down. Um, that made us the shirts of Hey Scout, Hi Scout. Oh, hey, I babe. know, I know, so cute. And then we Dude. wore it the next day, and then she wasn't there. <laughs> I know, I know. If you're listening, we wore the shirts for you the last day of the con, and then you so weren't cute. there. I felt so bad, but thank you so much. We love that stuff. When whenever I get stuff like from Talk Scary to Me or things that people have made, I get so excited. Did she get more excited for that stuff than if somebody brings you Lori stuff or? Halloween oh, yeah. stuff, yeah. Well, it's it's us. It's you. They like yeah, you, not me. not a They're, character. Like they like me, like me as a person. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. I'm not crazy and weird, and I'm accepted, which is awesome. Well, you are crazy and weird, but you are accepted. Accepted, exactly. So I went on a. Um, so this is our hundredth episode, and you know we just for everyone listening, we announced that we are now partnering up with Bloody Disgusting for our show, which is great to have you know, so that cool. crew behind us and supporting mm. us. Um, so I just went on. I don't really read like other oh, people's I know. Did you? Stuff. I did I too. Did. I was, I was, I was shocked. I was a little surprised and my feelings were really hurt. Um, oh my God. Completely hurt. I, I was like, well, why is everybody hating so much? I thought, I, I thought, I don't know. I don't know what I thought. I just thought different. See? And then, so of course, like I never, I don't know if people write stuff because they think that they're, it's not going to be read or if they want other people to jump on the bandwagon of hate. Like, I just don't, I guess I don't understand. I would never take the time to write something negative about but someone. See, but now do you understand? Like when we were talking about like back in the day when you're like, well, you know, you're like, I have love and support. It's like, I'm so used to being compared to Jamie Lee Curtis for anything that I do, whether it's Halloween related or just in this genre. In this genre, I will always can be compared to her, which is so crazy to me. And so it's like such a protection that people have. And then when they see my name pop up, they're like, oh, it's that bitch that tried to replace Jamie Lee Curtis, right. which is but not it, it was, at all. But I, but I think it was equally like mean towards me too. It wasn't oh, like they, they singled you out, you know? know, it was. And then there were people that like I knew, you know, that like I was like, wait a second, like just <gasps> just stuff you know that was like I'm confused how how you could be in our business and know how fucking hard and what supporters we are of this community and to still not be supportive of of what we do is it because what do you mean it was people that you knew well just just like People that are actually are in the genre that are like involved are in here are, are here. They're not just and they like commented negative. Yeah, just not <gasps> someone that's like sitting, you know, at home with nothing to do with three followers. That's like those girls are annoying or you know whatever they were saying. It's like oh, that would have crushed me if I saw that. Well, you know, if you if you've got a check next to your name, I'm probably gonna click you just so you know. Yeah. 
um, because I want to see if I know you. Um, so and what did they say? The person that we know, which is so shitty. I, I, it doesn't matter what they said. I don't want to give it any more attention. But I, I, I of course, we love that people go to bat. But I think there's a misconception about what our show is. And I think yeah. that that our there are plenty of horror movie review shows. Everyone on YouTube, everyone has fucking podcast about it. I I think we have said from the very beginning that while we touch on all of that stuff, we wanted to give our horror audience a deeper, more in-depth look inside of our lives and of people in horror's lives. If they want to hear a, a, an interview or a conversation about what they thought of this movie or what that person's time was like on set or what that director was like, we cover all of that stuff too. But there's a lot of stuff that we cover that people don't. Yeah. So and we know firsthand because we've been getting asked the same motherfucking questions for 30 Since years. We were kids. <laughs> and I wanted to like, you know, we wanted to to bring a different perspective on it and get to know the people. And it's it's just surprising to me. I think maybe people maybe people are scared of it. It's like our show is not always about sex, but there's a lot of people in this community and we've been stuck in fucking covid. We've been stuck the, the whole dating world has changed. I've got a different perspective than you have on it. It's nice to have somebody to to like, you know, love lines of what we grew up with. Like, mm-hmm. I listen to that fucking show every single time. Wanting, Dude, I've, I learned so much. I learned so much from that show. Because I couldn't ask anybody. Yeah. I didn't know who to talk to stuff about. Like, who do you write to? Like, if you have a question about your relationship and you don't necessarily want to go to your friends because friends can be judgy or friends mm-hmm. can talk about you or who do you go to? Nobody. So it's like, and then we got a little bit of shit about people bitching about, oh, now we're going to be talking about, you know, more, more mental health awareness on a bigger platform now. It's like, I don't understand why. Why is that such a negative thing (laughs) to talk about? I don't. It's okay. It's 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 just insecure people. I mean, but it's the show is not for you. Don't listen. Don't listen. And then don't talk about it. Like, why do you, why, why do you have to put a negative twist on something? Like, that's what I don't understand. That, that's such a shitty life to live, to like have to always be negative towards others. I don't like have that, the time. I don't have a, the place in my heart to be You've got to heal yourself people. to stop doing that. that how, do you, how do you not support people for doing something, for fucking doing something? Like whatever it is, whatever floats your boat, whatever makes you happy, whatever inspires you. And maybe you get to inspire one person. You know, it's like, and, and it is surprising when people come up to us at shows and they're like, that you, I, I almost don't believe it when they're like, you, you gave me the, the confidence to end my marriage or you gave me the confidence to go out with that person or to try that thing sexually. Like, you know, like the woman that came up to us at the last, I think it was the last show or it was, I don't know if it was in Kentucky, all the shows are running together right now. Um, I don't know if it was in Kentucky or Orlando, forgive me if you're listening, but she said that she finally quit her job of however many years and she was going to be a flight attendant. Her first yeah. flight was on Tuesday. Like that, that kind of, that was that spooky. That kind of stuff is like part of you are like, I couldn't have made that much of an influence, but you know, Hey, maybe something that we said, because I look at all that shit on Instagram. I look I at, I send you that stuff all the time. Those little things that somebody said or somebody posted that just made me feel a little bit better for that day or gave me that little boost that I needed to do something that I wouldn't have done otherwise. Even if I don't know them, I don't know any of these people that I follow on Instagram the same way that these people don't know us. So I get how it can be done because I have it done but it was very difficult not to like I thought like maybe if I call people out yeah. <laughs> maybe if I if I just say like huh may, like if if you know that someone is reading it like does it 
does it ignite the fire or does it make you like your butt pucker and go like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have said that. I don't know. I don't know why someone would write mean stuff in the first place. So, you know, I just, I never go on that stuff. I've been so used to it since, you know, 07. I've been so used to getting negative comments. So I wasn't shocked. Um, I think I've, I, like I said, I'm so used to getting that sort of, um, remarks and maybe you aren't. Well, I think I don't, I don't read stuff outside of what's in my world. Like I just, I just don't have the time. So it's like to go on to the website, go on to Bloody Disgusting's post and to, and to see the comments on their page as though we would not see them. I know. Was like, I, I, I think people just don't think that we care or or like that we don't care that we're just doing this for something that's, I I think people think that we're like, we're, I don't know. We're like putting on a show. Which is not at all. <laughs> like if y'all just listen yeah. to this fucking Cause, show, because we, we have that because we have the time. Because I have the time, and yeah. and and though we're making money, it would be hilarious if people would realize that we've been out of pocket every single episode to pay for our editor and our own stuff. To just, yeah. I keep thinking in my head like it takes three years. It takes three years. It takes three years to really like get to where you want to be, or at least start to recoup something. And this has totally been a labor of love, and all of our money goes to. Ed- editing and merch like there's not there's there's anyway I don't need to explain it but I feel like I I feel like I just explained it anyway so thank you for all of your support everybody and for all of you guys that don't support I'm I'm don't watch don't listen don't listen don't watch I feel I I apologize I'm sorry that you're not happy I think it's also you know like usually that stuff really affects me and um when I was reading it it didn't affect me as much because of the amount of people that we have coming up to us on the in the show like when we do cons like like now we've already said this on the show nobody brings up halloween very much (laughs) they bring up talk scary to me and and the way that i see it is it like i just said it's me and it's danielle this is like who we are so the fact that people are supporting us as individuals as humans as another human we're all the same is like pretty amazing I think maybe it affected me because I felt like exactly what you said. Like for the first time, people saw me as something other than, you know, the girl from Halloween and they didn't like it. I know. So, well, I think, I think with you, they still imagine you as a young little girl. You know, they, I feel like a lot of people still see you as that little girl and, and yeah, you haven't changed much, bitch. <laughs> like, you look amazing. But that's you know? why I fucking got naked in Rob's Halloween because I was like, yeah. I'm I'm done. I'm done. Like I I hold that title with such love, but at the same time, I'm a mo- I'm a mother, I'm yeah. a wife. I've had a very long career doing lots of other things outside of the horror genre, yet I've always been a huge supporter of Halloween and the franchise and the horror community when nobody else was from our fr- from our world. Yeah. They just they just weren't. So especially like younger people. Yes, there's some, you know, some people that have been in it for a very long time that have stayed in it for a very long time, but they're not necessarily actively involved in it. Then there's the group of us that are sort of. It's like I I met um, Andy Matt. Any I can never say her last name. Oh, I was Andy. Just bring her up too. Yes. Um. I was so excited from the the new trilogy. Um. I was so excited to meet her. Yet I was almost nervous to go up to her because I didn't want her to think that like. I didn't I didn't like her because I wasn't a fan of the new trilogy or because I was like st- 
standing strong in my movies or doesn't you know what feel I mean? like high school doesn't it it's really feel weird but it's, but it's not but it's not that way with like the older generation like no. it's so it's so crazy like i ne- i never got that with like nick castle or any or like no any, like, sort of, never like like being scared no. but like with the newer ones because i think it's just a different generation with kids and like the ne- like the way that they speak online, I think it's just scarier. I was super nervous to go up to I her. I mean, too. I I thought she's not gonna know me. Like she's yeah. Gonna, I thought that gonna, too. I'm I was like, like uh, I'll just this sit old. Here and, and I'm chill. like this old lady. You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. not gonna. She's not gonna. And then she was so sweet and so kind and so like, you know, like she's just starred in three fucking huge yeah. Halloween movies. I you know. know, so to have to and have I'm so that, proud of her. She did it. She did an amazing job. Listen, you know, just because I I didn't love the way that the last trilogy turned out doesn't mean that I didn't think that there were some really fucking great parts and some really wonderful acting from everybody in the movie. There's not. I just didn't like this where the story went. That has nothing to do with that, me picking apart anybody. So I was very excited. She wrote me a little sweet little message, which I have to write her back actually and just say, "But I would love to have her on the show." Um, she's like, "I don't. I don't know if I could talk too much about horror." And I was like, "Oh, girl, we talk about everything." So like, I would love to get to know her on a personal level. I I would love to have our fans know her and our listeners know her on a personal level because I don't think that they do. So, you know, that's something to to consider. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there's my rant for the day. No, I was so um, it's so interesting because I I you know, we were so busy at that con and everybody was so busy with their panels and like the long lines and and the photo ops and all that stuff. And so. I, I like went to her table. I got like the nerve to go to her table just to be like, hey, you did an amazing job in the in the franchise. And she wasn't there. Mm. And so I was like, man, I got to catch her. And then she was in the green room. But then I had photo ops. I was like being pulled to photo ops. And by the time I was leaving, she wasn't at her table. And I was like, man, I guess I'm not going to be able to say anything to her. And she direct messaged me. Yeah, I know. That was so sweet. She was so sweet. And she was like, you know, I missed you at your table. And I spoke with Danielle. And she's so sweet. And um, and I just told her, I was like, you know what? Like, this is not going to be the only time that we're going to see one another. And, you know, I, I'll like always like su- support another girl we're actress. Like <laughs> the, the, I mean, the three of us, we're like three generations I know, it's of cool. Halloween. It's really cool. I'm the grandma. You're the daughter. <laughs> Even though I feel like grandma. And she's the granddaughter. I like know. it literally, like that's it's fucking, cool. That's really cool and kind of crazy. And yeah, so we're we're we have to definitely have her on. So Yeah, we definitely have to have her on. She's such a sweetheart and she's so gorgeous. My God. Oh my god, she's so tall. I was like, I was oh like, my god. Damn girl. Get it model. <laughs> Get it model. It's like Get fucking, it, girl. I, I can't wait on. to see what she does next. I hope you know I know, I know. I, she's I wish do her really good stuff. A long loving career. Um how amazing was Holly? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> I love that bitch so much. For those of you who haven't listened to last week's episode, Holly Marie Combs and Kathleen Kinmont were our guests. And, you know, we were kind of scrambling to figure out, like, who wouldn't be too tired that would want to come and sit with us for an hour and a half after working that much. And for, and for how long? Eight for, hours? Yeah. Or longer. Longer. Yeah. It was from, yeah. you know, 10 a.m. until shit. It was 12 hours, basically, when we by the time yeah. we got done. And um, and of course, like you know Kathleen's like family and knew me as a kid and obviously Holly did for you as well and me as well so I was so excited to have to have her there and I just didn't know if she because I've done her show and I know you haven't done her show yet right you've done her Mm -hmm. podcast Mm -hmm. but 
like I would start to talk about naughty things or talk about funny things or whatever. And like, I, I didn't know that she was like secretly like wicked. You know what I she's mean? Like so free. But I knew I knew because I remember her. Like, she's the only one that I remember from the charm yeah. set. No, me, me too, actually. She's the only one. <laughs> she was the only one. I, look, I'm, I'm covering this up, like, as though I'm telling you a secret. <laughs> she was the only one that was actually nice to me. Like, I left yeah. going, like, Holly was really nice to me. The others, you know, not not so much. But, um, yeah. But she but was oh, so to I told her. I went up to her afterwards, and I told her, I was like, we're going to have you on for, like, the, the people went nuts because Please. it was so cool. I mean, <laughs> to like, get, of course. again, to get to hear like stuff about her life and just stuff that like, I've never heard her talk about getting a little peek at the inside look of like what it's like to, to be, I don't know. I wanted to say have sex with a jackhammer, but that's not what it, that's not what it was. What? <laughs> remember they were like, oh, chainsaw. 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 I remember it was like, her son yeah. was like, it sounded like you were getting murdered by a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> or like, her what? son was hilarious. So oh my funny. God. I, I love she brought her son there. I know. And he's not young like yours, you know, he's like, yeah, he's well, thank God. Teenage. You know, he knows, Teenager. he knows like what mom's doing. Um, I love that. It made me oh, so happy so to cool. see, to see their relationship. Like I like to see parents and their kids and like boyfriends or husbands or wives or girlfriends or partners. Like, I don't know. It gives me like a, a, a little peek at who they really are. So that was, and, and what kind of a mom she is, you know, like yeah. I love that she was talking about that. So that's totally going to be, I love my kids that. are going to be like, oh my God, mom, I just can't, <laughs> I just can't with you. Jeez. Oh. Oh my God, I love that. So how have you been now, like kind of relaxing back into like normal <laughs> Dude, routine? Dude, I'm, ra- I'm fucking wrecked. Like I Me can't too, stop. Man. I'm so tired. I can't stop sleeping. I'm, I'm just like, I feel like I have so much to do still, but yet I'm like, okay, stop. You have the rest of like, I don't have anything on the books. I have the rest of the year to like go through my kids' drawers and clean up. If I showed you what my fucking office looks like right now, everything is literally thrown on the floor below me or shoved in the closet (laughs) because there's pictures and shit and stuff everywhere. Like just, there's just stuff everywhere. Um, But that means it was a, that was a good, that was a good year. Like it's been a good year, you know, it's been, it's been really, it's been really awesome and uh i'm glad to have a little bit of a break but now i'm like okay what can i do next what can i do next what can i do next I know, you know i know well our script how about you read that because yes i, I to, read it i have bitch. to get the notes i read it <laughs> i read it i read it we just need to sit down i need to give you all my notes but i have everything yeah just just send them to me this weekend um because i'm gonna because okay. he's he's home next week where we're oh, talking good. about our script guys that we're gonna do next year i'm so excited about it i'm so excited i'm really stoked on next year i feel like i have so many things happening next year there's a lot of good stuff there's a lot of good stuff i wanted so it's reminding me i don't know if i should Mm. read this out loud but i'm going to look at it before i read it to you because remember i was telling you that so i have this one particular edible that i take from a brand called papa's and barkley and it's um a one to three meaning it's one cbd three thc i normally that's kind of the most like marijuana that I I ever 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 taken anything normally it's a one-to-one it's 10 milligram it's like it levels it out because I don't like to feel too high I don't like to feel out of control and I do it you know after the anyway doesn't matter I do it late at night um and so there's this one that's that's that I take that makes me have like psychic visions or so I think I'm having psychic visions (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> Are you just so high that you're? I might. You're seeing shit. I. I it's it's quite. I'm a it's psychic quite possible. when I take weed. <laughs> Danielle says. Danielle but you know. <laughs> but it's only this one brand. I'm so curious if anyone has ever taken a Papa's where it's obviously you can go buy it recreationally. Where it's one to three Papa's and Barclay. It's a capsule. It's a little black capsule, and it's. Always I'm trying to take a nap Or trying to go to bed And I keep waking up Because they keep seeing things And it's usually either Something super creative That I want to do Like a script Like like a beginning A middle and an end All of a sudden I'll get like the the whole idea Or like I see What's going to happen For this year Or I saw like How I was going to die Like I mean I see like like what my kids' lives are going to look like. Um, well, do you want me to? Well, let me see. Let me see. No, me fucking see. tell me. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Oh, I'll be old. I'll be old. It's going to be you by die at home. Yeah, it's going to be by assisted suicide. Is what I actually thought. That's what I thought in my mind. It would be when I'm like in my eighties or like o- older, 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 and I'm going to have lived a very full, happy awesome life and my kids are going to be wonderful my marriage is going to be great is this what you wrote in your great. journal of like um ladies? kind of uh yeah i was i mean i could see like jagger was on his second relationship but this one was going to stick carter was married to the same you know person for like 10 years at that point um neither one of them had kids yet so that kind of bummed me out um but they were there and it was like beautiful and loving and i was like i'm okay like i have been so i live such a happy life and i'm so good babies it's okay like it was like a celebration it didn't feel like and it was because i was sick and i didn't want to you know go through with the treatment that my grandma went through because i saw my grandma struggle with cancer you know at 88 and how fucking horrific my grandma i had cancer yeah um but it wasn't but it wasn't like you know it's like you know that saying like stop waiting to get sick to live your life like Mm -hmm. i mean that's kind of how i feel there are things that upset me in in my daily life that i'm like i just can't i don't know like carter was freaking out this morning about something I don't even know what it was it was just something crazy and I looked at him and I said you want to live to your 100 right you can't be stressed out it's not worth it honey and then he said can I have a hug and I just gave him a big hug and I was like you're gonna have a beautiful day you start your day with positivity you're gonna be all good I never remember my family talking to me like this yeah, it was like yeah. get up get your clothes on get mom. out the door blah, 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 blah. Mom. um so okay here's just some random shit that I write um uh okay wait, hold on and then I wrote all kinds of stuff about my relationship with my mom, with my husband. Um, so, okay. Wait, this one I have to share with you privately. Um, but don't forget. I won't. Remind me when we're done uh, okay. When we're done with the show. Um, okay, wait. Hold on. Chris, uh, of course. I never seem to ever have anything. I love that. My- I've, you know, the, I, I sort of, whenever I have substance or like even alcohol which we just had at at Disney World and I get into even my my regular brain is constantly thinking of work I know (laughs) and even when I'm drinking it thinks of work you know I think about you too I was thinking about you when you're at Disney and we were trying to coordinate a zoom and you were like I can you know hop on while I'm at while I'm at Epcot or whatever it was and I was like You don't want to, or you wanted to read the contract while you were like with Tom at Disney or something. And I was, Which I had to I, do, I had to do before and sign it. And <laughs> I know, but I was like, God, it's, it's, how do we just exist I, in the I moment? I think it's also like, you know, I Is am it because you're creative? I am 34, right. you know, like I'm, I'm, I feel like 30s is kind of like 
the it time. You it know is. what I'm saying? It is. It's, it's what I, shapes I, the rest of your life. I think, I think th- that's where I'm at. These are big, life. these are big decisions that these you're making right now. These are massive, huge decisions and I feel it brewing and I feel like I, if I back up, I'm going to go down a path that I don't want to go down. No, you're not going to. Yeah, I don't see it at all. This is how I see our next three years. This is what I wrote on, when was this? October 19th at 3.52 in the afternoon. I probably took an edible, had sex, and I was trying to take a nap before the kids came home. And this is what I was, this is what popped into my head. Um, How do I see the next three years? Our show is going to grow. We're going to do a tour next year. And I'm going to have a rebirth in the Halloween franchise. You're going to get pregnant a year to two years after you get married. The first year you'll be living First year you're going to be married, you might be living in Kentucky. The second year you're going to move to Austin where Tom and you can open up the Austin offices of the production company that he's now working for in Kentucky. And you'll get now, now you'll get pregnant the following year. I'll be back on screen in Halloween, but directing features for Bloody Disgusting with Scout. David will work in production. Uh, Scout and I will get our own reality show that's a big hit like The Simple Life through Bloody Disgusting Screenbox. That's what I, that's what I imagined. <laughs> Wait, I missed the beginning part. <gasps> you did. Um, I did because of my fucking internet. God damn it. <laughs> so, so basically, since our show's going to grow, we're going to do a tour next year. I'm going to have a rebirth in the Halloween franchise. You're going to get pregnant a year or two years after you get married. The first year you'll be married. You might be living in Kentucky or Austin. The second year you'll move to Austin where Tom and you can open up the Austin offices of the production company that he's working for now. Amazing. Ooh, what are you doing with the Halloween franchise? <laughs> oh, yeah, I wish. I'm just, I'm just praying. to Just put it, put it in the universe, man. You know, I didn't, just saying, I didn't even start, I didn't even start it. It started coming to me a lot over the last year. And it was like, people had always kind of brought it up way before, like, like before Rob's on, like right when Rob's was starting, they were like, do you think he'll come back? Do you think he'll come back? You know? And I was like, oh, I, I would love to, but I doubt it. You know, I don't, I don't know how we could do that. And it, and it happened. I was like, put it out in the universe, put it out in the universe. Um, you know, I feel like every person that comes up to me or that I talk to or that we do interviews with talks about, you know, this new rebirth of the Halloween universe. And, and um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's like the reason why I've existed so far yeah. before I had my family. So um, would, I, would I love to be part of that world in some way? Absolutely. Have do you I think tried to reach happen? out to them about it? I mean, I, I, I messaged a couple of, I emailed a couple of years ago before this was announced about, you know, ideas that I have for a TV show um, and, and a movie. Um, and before even like Chucky was on the air kind of thing and, uh, and was like a thing that everybody's doing now. And, um, you know, they were in the middle of doing those three movies. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like there was an opportunity to discuss it at that point. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think I just would really love to see what 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 could happen and and there's and yeah. it, you know they're talking about a multiverse i guess so it's like it could there's all these different timelines you've got your timeline i've got my timeline I f- everyone's I f- got their sort of thing i would love thing. to go back too i i feel like um i feel definitely i, f- I feel something with with andy for yeah. sure 100% i feel i don't know i just get that yeah, sort of that feeling. she's she's not done yeah which would be really cool yeah be for really, sure really cool for her Maybe um, she'll come. She'll come seek out her. I just her, hope they're her great. aunt. <laughs> I just hope now that her, good. Now that her mom said she'll come seek out her aunt Jamie, that's living yeah. in fucking God knows where to help yeah. her uh, help her battle Michael Myers. It's so funny, and then maybe like you did, maybe I'll play her friend. 
Yes, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> How funny is that? Um, yes. It's so fu- it's so it's so strange like you know, I'm really excited for all these like franchises that they're doing for all these horror movies, but I for some reason I can't picture these big scale movies on TV format, especially like horror I feel like is is a is a movie. Oh, really? I don't think. I mean, I think there's I would love I, to see 13 hours of something each season of like what could evolve from these characters, you know, I, in that, I, I in that like, world. I, I'm trying to picture it. But, but I mean, obviously, we have to get used to it because, you know, TV is the new movies now. Like, movies Well, I think I think what what has connected people with horror for so long has been the good. The good horror has been the relationships on screen, you know, hence you and I or me and Ellie Cornell or, you know, all, 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 the dynamic of, you know, the, the three threesome and Rob Zombie's movies with Sid and, you know, um, and Bill and, and Sherry and stuff like that. And, and I think that it's, um, there's sometimes not enough time in these movies to like dig deep into who they are. And there's such fucking phenomenal characters and phenomenal actors that do these movies that it's a great opportunity to like really see them go to fucking town in that story that they know so well. Um, and it, I, I'm excited to see to see it unfold and not feel like a big studio has to rush everything and, and put all the gore and all the scares and all the kills and all the this and blah, blah, blah into 90 minutes to yeah. appease everybody. Like, let it breathe a little bit. Let it. I think TV will will lend it to a uh, an era of horror that we haven't seen in a while that's starting to surface in film and so features. But idea. What do you think about? the movies that we have planned together doing it as a series. I would totally do that. Kind of like American Horror Story. Yeah. Each, I mean, yeah, for sure. And then each season is something different, which we already have four seasons planned out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or I do. I mean, that's kind of like, like how web series were sort of started. It was like people going like, I'm going to kind of do my thing and I'm going to create these characters. Maybe that might be easier, easier. So we can do a pilot. Yeah. And then go sell the pilot episode to episode yeah for sure i mean might be something interesting to talk about yeah <laughs> another the, thing we, just add that. the first script <laughs> add that to the fucking list of things hi so can you leave this into a series <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's just you know i'm trying to move with the times now you know it's moving so fast it's, it's really hard so fast it's, it's so really crazy. it's hard and to know like like i said we're super involved in the community and to, to like you know, we, we, uh, listen, we, uh, we watch so much stuff and, and we're, we're involved in like what's happening in the business, the business now. I wish we would not be on strike anymore. I'm like, so, I I'm love just so done. so much. I know. I like absolutely love it so much. I know there was a time that I was super nervous about it because, you know, once you get stuck, like people say you get stuck in yeah. the genre, but now like I, like this is my home. <laughs> That's just because you were young, I think. You yeah. know, I think I, I think that I mean, that's why I didn't do horror for 20 years, because I don't think my people would like they didn't they didn't push it. Um, yeah. But like, what was I going to do with 13? Like I was you know what I mean? Like I wasn't going to come from being 12 to like steadily doing horror as a child yeah. until yeah. through my teen years. Like, you know, um, so, yeah, I think uh Like I've said uh, in in panels we've talked about, like it's such an opportunity for for you to to take to to carry a movie. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it, like that doesn't happen in any other world because we're not famous, you know, so to have that that opportunity. But, you know, you're 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 still young enough where you want to do you know, TV series and big features and other things. I don't even yeah. want to audition anymore, you know? So I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm super happy just chilling, creating my own content, being a mom and, and making my stuff happen and meeting fans and doing lives. And like, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to audition. I don't want to go into that room and, and put myself through that. That's not, but I don't know if I ever really wanted to be an actor either. So, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't my, uh, my, like, I liked the way it made me feel, but I didn't like the, the process of it if that makes any sense yeah (laughs) I don't think any actor likes the fucking process of it no I think it's I think it's um it's an addiction really I think it's like uh, you know when you're you're raised in this industry like where we're raised a certain way like I just can't imagine myself doing anything else but it's also kind of cool that I've like had an interest in other things yeah. in this industry. So I like the creative side of it, you know, and being the year that it is, it affords us to be able to do these things. Um, and, and the community, you know, the, mm-hmm. it allows us to, to be creative and to try things and not maybe know, you know, like if this was a podcast with any other audience of you, with you and I, I don't know if we would have continued because it would have been like, yeah. we're not making any money. It's taking so much time. We don't have an audience. Like, what are we doing? But the fact that we can just go fuck it. The fact that we come every time to, uh, to do an episode where we have a basis of idea of maybe what we want to talk about independently, but it's not like this crazy structured you know, know typical podcast show is really do, like do you a, think a testament it's gonna be like so um <laughs> structure girls we need structure um <laughs> i don't think so because i wouldn't have been like hey can we have you guys <laughs> i mean i think whatever I think it is cool is working ideas. yes i'm so excited to, be to, to collaborate to yes. whatever we're doing i think they'll be like I think you guys should have this segment. I think you guys should have that segment. I'm, but everything else is great. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, it's like every time we stand, I'm like, I, because I'm, I'm always watching the fucking news and true crime and fucking crime documentaries. Like, there's yeah. nothing on that I haven't seen that's on Netflix, and um, I'm more so into that than into like movies that are coming out. But because um, I like the real scary stuff, yeah. And um, there's so much like trauma in the world right now that I'm having a hard time wanting to talk about more killing. Same. Same. I've been I've been having a hard time because there's so much. There's I mean, so I can't, much going on. You know, I'm I'm I, I can't get up in the morning. I you know take the kids to school, I come home, I stand. I cannot I flip back and forth between Fox News and CNN. Mm. Um and because I I'm I'm now that I'm living in a red state, I'm so I'm getting fed different information that I'd ever been fed before. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting to me to for the first time to watch and listen to both parties and how they explain the same thing that's going on. Yeah. And, um, you know, I I'm Jewish and I, I'm, I'm not going to say one way or another how I feel about what's happening. Um, but um, but it's fucking devastating on all parts. Yeah. It's yeah, fucking devastating on all parts and I I, I, it's gonna this is never gonna I feel like this is never gonna end and there's so many horrible scary things that are that are happening that are going to happen here could happen here even just looking at like you know looking at like credit card interest rates and and yes there's more jobs now but like looking at car interest rates and home interest rates and you know stuff that's like 
I just feel like the world is imploding on itself and we're just destroying it. We are single-handedly fucking destroying our world. And it's, it's, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared about what I'm going to see over the next 20 years. I'm scared over what I'm going to see over the next five years. Yeah. I was going to say like, I I think it's a lot is going to change with like a very short amount of time. Uh, Listen, we're never going to get there, but like we're getting there a lot faster. Yeah. We're there. (laughs) Then we should. We're in it now. We're in the middle. (laughs) I mean, I look at like, you know, brewing up my giant 12 foot skeletons I have outside. And I'm like, at some point, like zombie, uh, zombies, zombies, this is where my brain goes. At some point, robots are going to be fighting war. Oh, you know, know. It, it, know, it's, it's like, I mean, these movies are made and you're like, that's net, that's a movie. That's never going to happen. And then you're like, holy fucking shit. It's happening, it's happening. right now. Mm-hmm. It's happening. I, I said that with, um, when I was testing for that movie with, um, Tom Hanks where not Tom Hanks, uh, Robin Williams, where he played a robot. Oh, yes. Back in the day? What was that movie? Oh, rem- uh, hold on. I'll look it up. I remember like thinking like when I was doing this, I was like, and I was so young, but I remember I was like, I was like, I can see the poster. We're going to have robots. Like we're going to have robots one day. And my mom was like, no. And I was like, no, we're going to have robots. Yeah. <laughs> like there's yeah. going to be robots as friends. Well, but I was you know, as friends. I mean, I grew up watching the Jetsons, right? And thinking like and AI. Come on, Steven Spielberg. He was I like, know. I know but, it's true. I mean, I just didn't know if I, I thought my grandkids would see it. I didn't think I would see it in my lifetime really? because I felt like, well, these movies came out and then there was a big time where like things weren't moving so, so fast, you know, like yeah. there, there was pagers. Then we started to kind of get the cell phone and then the internet was dial up. Like things didn't happen like that. You didn't have like, like a new thing. What feels like every like month or something that's like, we're, we're progressing. Um, it's, I just, I, you know, I'd like to use it for good and not evil, but, um, you know, well, there's a lot of bad people in the world, so I'm I'm scared. I'm just I mean, scared. Well, th- well, that's the thing. It's like, look at what's going going on. We can't even unite. We, I know. Like, we can't even no. do something as simple as 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 that. Like, we're all human, no matter what we look like, what religion we are. Like, we're all fucking the same. We're the same. We're built out of the same shit. Like, we I live, don't understand. We live in America. Like, I, what is? Why are we? Fuck, why do, again, this this brings us full circle. If I was in therapy, my therapist would say, look, the string has just brought us right back to the beginning. We started the podcast by talking about, um, but look, I just lost my thought. Go to fucking typical. And I didn't even take any edibles. Um, <laughs> Danielle's uh, like, where am I? What's God, happening? what's happening? What's going <laughs> wait, on? Wait, where am I? <laughs> Who are you? Who am I? Um, I forget what I was going to say. The whole point was that it was it was coming back to the beginning of what we were talking about. Yeah, it was coming. It was coming full circle. Crazy. Um, All right. Well, we got some questions. We and do. Stuff. We, you know, this one has been. Uh, it's pretty far down, but because we had uh, Jack Osborne, and then we had. Um, he was talking about ghost stuff and then we had spooky empire. Then we were talking about like, so I feel like I wanted to go back to some stuff um, that people wrote in. Um, spooky. I just love Jack story. Osborne. Can I tell you, Dude, we didn't I talk about him. him. I, uh, you know, when I was, so I was friends with his yes. ex-wife and I remember when I went over to his house and I met him for the first time, I was like, I want to be friends with you and not I, <laughs> like, how do I, how do I How do you make like, that happen? I was like, I, you're a really great dude. Like, you are really such a solid man. But I mean, I feel like I like I grew up watching the Osbournes, right? And yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I felt like they have such 
a fucking awesome family dynamic. Mind yeah. you, I don't know what's put on, you know, and what's, I don't know what's real and what's not real, but, but the fact that they continue to do stuff together and support mm-hmm. one another, it's like that, that, fa- that, that family bond is just yeah. so admirable. And to see that he's doing it with, I mean, I love his, his, seeing his daughter like jam out to Ozzy songs Dude, on how Instagram. Cute that? That video ja- that he posted. Oh my God. Just makes <sighs> my heart like explode. I mean, they I love, love him. They love his dad. Like his dad, like his dad must be so great with those kiddos. I love it. You know? I love and the mom it. and this and his sister. Like I love his like I listen to his sister sometimes and like some of the advice that she gives. Yeah. I followed. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Like, she's a badass girl. I would love to get um Kelly on. I think she's I think we could learn from her as well. Uh, yeah, she's our kind. She's our kind of people. Yeah, she definitely is. Okay, so sorry. I just want. I know we hadn't got a chance to talk about him, so I just wanted to thank him and say how fucking awesome we. Well, think he well, is. we're definitely gonna have to do some because I already like talked to him a little bit about um, doing a ghost hunt, like sort of with <gasps> yes. him. I'm fucking terrified, but I'm terrified too. I think it would be really, really fun. Let's do it. Um, I want to do it. Okay, this is really long, um, but it says spooky story. Hello, Danielle and Scout. I wanted to start off by saying thank you. Thank you for all that you do with this podcast and in your own individual lives. Listening to your podcast keeps my head above water, inspires me, makes me laugh, and has helped me evolve on my journey. I am eternally grateful for both of your lights, honesty, kindness, and curiosity. That is so sweet. Mm, Thank you. Since it's spooky season, it is still fucking spooky season, all right? I figured to write in a true story that happened to me as a kid. It's a little lengthy, but I feel it could fit on your podcast to share. I like to call it babysitting gone wrong. Oh, shit. It was Halloween night in a town called Palmer, Massachusetts. I was about seven years old and my mom was going out to an adult Halloween party with her friend at the time. Her friend's daughter, who was in high school, was babysitting me, my sister, her brother, and her brother's friend, and her little sister, who was a toddler. My sister and the brother were also cute middle school dating, so the family knew each other a bit. The beginning of the night was fine. The babysitter had her boyfriend with her. The little sister was asleep upstairs in her crib, and we were all in the living room watching a scary movie, I believe. All the lights were off in the house besides the living room. Everything was calm until we heard knocks on the door Uh happening on and off. Then knocks on other parts of the house that happened for about five minutes. Then silence. All of a sudden, I heard a gasp from the babysitter. I look over and by the living room window, a single hand slowly pressed through the blinds that laid over the window. The blinds were closed, so all we saw was a hand being pushed through. Oh God, I would have freaked the fuck out. Another hand. Following the hands were a voice. Don't scream. Don't yell or we will come in there and slit your throats. What the fuck? (laughs) I would be out of this house so fucking fast. Oh, dude. As soon as one finger came through, I would be out the back of the kitchen door. I'm sorry. If the fucking house, like different locks throughout the house, (laughs) that's when I'm out. (laughs) I'm like ziplining to the other fucking house. I'm like, okay, a la Goonies style. Yeah. So he said, couldn't tell if this was a joke or a way for the babysitter to scare us. But then I looked over at the babysitter. She was petrified, terrified, completely shocked. And that's when I knew it was real. 
For a bit, the hands remained in between the blinds as this mysterious man kept making menacing, menacing, how do you say that? Menacing. Menacing comments. Menacing, mentioning that if we made any sudden movements or made any calls, they knew how to get inside the house and would kill us. I want to know what this fucking voice sounded like. Uh, This was the late 90s, too, so no cell phones. He then said, let's play a game. Really? What? You're still sitting there? Yeah. He pulled out a key and said, this is the key to your freedom. Don't make any sudden movements or we will break it. Then that means you have no freedom. If it drops, your little sister upstairs is already dead. We took her. What the fuck? Wait, is this just like a voice coming and just they're looking at a hand and there's a voice coming? Oh, my God. Then the key did eventually drop and the babysitter was screaming to her boyfriend to check on her little sister. All the other kids were crying so loud and I began to cry when the man told me don't cry or else. If I started to, then he would choke me out. I clenched my emotions at seven years old. Hold on my fucking amoeba thing. Um, the babysitter even begged me not to cry and said it was okay. The boyfriend brought the little sister downstairs. She was fine. And for the next hour, we were playing this cat and mouse game while this man kept his hands in the window. Nobody did anything. What the fuck? Everyone was too stunned to push the hands out of the window and shut it. The man noticed lights coming from the street and told us someone was coming, but he would be back to finish. He would be back to see us again. Turns out it was our parents coming home from their party. The babysitter begged us to not say anything so she didn't get into trouble for what happened, to stay quiet. I was so young and scared that I just did what I was told. The parents walked in and they are happy, having a great night, checking in on us and we lie saying it's been a, we lie and saying it's been a fun night, holding our poker face. My mom then mentions how they were gonna go to another party so they would be back later. My sister and I looked at each other and completely lost it. We wept and told them everything. The next day it was mentioned by my mom that it was two high school kids that the babysitter knew and that they had a reputation of causing problems at school. They wanted to do something on Halloween and prank a house. Now that I'm older, I do wonder if it was really high school kids or something my mom told me to comfort me as a reality. Could have been a random man on the night of Halloween. Maybe he saw Michael Myers and thought he wanted to do that. <laughs> anyway, it still remains to traumatize me. I laugh at it, though, because of the absurd absurdity of it and how I normalized it being okay. Yet now, as an adult, it's pretty horrifying. Wanted to share it with you guys. Happy Halloween, you beautiful humans. What the fuck? Dude, Even go if to that get was a, a landline and call 911. Dude, well, they probably couldn't get to the phone. It sounds to me like the, like the hand was, like, blocking, like, you know, they didn't want to move. But that's crazy. It. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm not fucking around. It definitely sounded like 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 she the babysitter knew maybe that it was like some right because she, otherwise she said, probably would have freaked out. Yeah, she even said she was like, "Don't yeah. don't say anything." Yeah, yeah. I would never fuck with someone that hard. No way. Like, ever would you? No. You get no how you get. That's how you get fucking stabbed. Are you kidding me? Or shot? Like, don't fuck with me like that. You're gonna die. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Okay, so we got some advice as well. Um, Hey, I've been checking out your podcast from the beginning and I absolutely am a fan of both of you, but I have a love question. I've been dating this girl for about eight months and I know deep in my soul that she's the one for me. My heart belongs to her and all she's dated were dirt bags. So I'm the first actual good guy she's been with, but I need advice. I want me and her to have an open communication and want her to talk to me 
but she has times where she closes herself off and legit I am left feeling like I'm hopeless because she's my person and I want to be the ear and the shoulder for her to use when she needs to. But I feel like when she gets these moods, I feel like she doesn't feel about me like I do her and it kills me and I don't know what I should do. Should I ask her if she wants this, us, or wants to be attached? And I fear her answer. So my question is, what can I do to strengthen us? Or should I let her go and just deal? It sucks when my heart is involved. Jay. Oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, I think, well, they've been together kind of a long time for there to not be open communication. So yeah. um, maybe the relationship isn't as as deep yet as you or and she would like for it to be. I think you got to have a conversation. I think you need to sit down and say, I just want you to know that I'm I'm here. I'm here just to listen. I don't need I don't you know, I'm not going to fix anything for you unless you need me to, but I want to be a part in being in this partnership if you want to be involved as well. You know, I mean, it's hard. It's you know as well as me when you're in relationships with shitty guys, you you just deal with shit on your own. It's very yeah. hard, and and we don't have the tools to go to our partner or an a, especially a man and say, "I need you. Can you hold me? I need help." Like I love women that could do that. I'm not one yeah. of them. I, I I wish I could be. I try. I it's not true. I lied. I don't try. I I wish I could be someone that would try because yeah. it would probably be really helpful in my marriage. Um, mm-hmm to be more vulnerable. But when you've not had someone show up for you, um, sounds like there might be a little bit of trauma with, you know, with her, but yeah, I, I wouldn't you, push yourself. You, yeah. I think if you ask her to, um, how she likes to communicate and yeah. when you notice that she pushes away or I have a tendency to do that. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I'm, I'm pretty, you know, and I, like Danielle said, we've been so used to not having a man want to be there for us for everything in our life that we just, we've learned to you do it our go, own. You're just autopilot. And you know, my, my girlfriend, Nikki said it to me. She said it to me in Thailand and she like called me out, man. Um, Nikki Whalen, if you're listening, <laughs> we're going to have you on because my God, the shit that I listen, I learned from that woman. She goes, you're not, um, you're not vulnerable enough. And I was like, what? I'm pretty fucking vulnerable. She's like, but not with your partner. No, you're sensitive. You're not vulnerable. Yeah, that's true. She's like, she's like, you put on this like strong man armor, sort of speak, that like you just need to soften a little bit when it comes to your partner so they can take care of you. Yeah. But I think a lot of women in, you know, our age, I feel like are kind of built a little bit differently. So it's really hard to to find the balance in between those two. And I struggle with it completely. And sometimes it comes across, Jay, I'm trying to tell you this sometimes it comes across as mood swings yeah because it's like sometimes I want you and sometimes I'm like pushing away but it's, right. it's just my own my own thing it's I just, just don't know too much sometimes how to allow myself it doesn't feel natural to always be in that vulnerable position I don't know like it's that easier feeling. to to work it out on your own yeah and to understand why you're feeling a certain way or to, to psychoanalyze it or break it down and go like, okay, time to move on. Um, yeah. 
But, you know, I went to that intensive therapy uh, the beginning of last year uh, with my husband. We did this like crazy, you know, uh, what what it was 14 hour in two days, you know, just he and I and a therapist to really yeah, get how through. Was that? It was it was wonderful. Um, yeah. we, we basically covered like 12 years of my relationship in a two day time period. And there was a lot of that wasn't a lot of stuff. There was a few things that that had come up from a few years ago that I had never been able to express how it affected me. Um, and, you know, a lot of it was like complications I had with the birth of Jagger and just, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like like that. And um, it was uh, it was scary to say all of that stuff um, yeah. and to realize that I was still holding on to some of that pain and that resentment. And one thing she said to me uh, or that we discussed at the very end of our second day is she said to David, um, you're going to have to check in with her and how she's feeling with her feelings. You're going to have to do it because if you don't, she's really good at doing it on her own. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be the one to do it. And it's true. But like we if, have to allow it as well. Well, I also like, <laughs> but that's the thing is like, if it were to be like, you know, David's scared of my feelings. So he, he, you know, as typical men, like, like Jay, like you don't know if you're imposing or if you're push, you don't want to push. You just kind of, most men that I've been with and I've seen and I see Tom do it and I see David do it. They kind of just take a step back and wait to see when the coast is clear, when they have like a green light to maybe move in and just sort of like distract or change the energy to make you forget about what could be upsetting you instead of going, come here, come sit down with me. I want to like, I want to, I don't even know what I would do. If David said to me, come sit down, I want to talk. Which is how we are though. Like hundred percent, hundred percent. How, why us women, we can't, why can't we just click into that and do that? I mean, I can go like something's wrong. I like, we let's sit down. We have to talk about it. There's something on your mind that you're not telling me. Like I'm always the one to initiate those, those uncomfortable conversations because I want to be better. Um, but I maybe we're scary to come and talk I think to we you. are I think I think women are scary I'm fucking scared of women <laughs> I'm scared of women they're terrifying women are terrifying so I get it I get it we, we we're we're also like in Complex. charge <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're the ones and so you know it's like happy happy woman happy life you know happy what would wife, you do marriage. What, what would you do if uh if Tom like sat down with you and just grabbed you and like held you and hugged you. Would you? Yeah, exactly. Me too. I'd be like, oh, oh God, oh God, let me go. Let but me go, that's let me go. not. Like, but that's not what I want, though. That's I do not what I want, be able. but I don't know how to. Like, I just, I don't. Especially when I've got a lot going on in my life and I've got like my mind is going a mile a minute and I've got so many things. I don't know how to. How Nikki? Nikki's so fucking good at it. We need to get her on this. I swear to fucking God, she's amazing at like. Like just melting into that feminine like energy. It's that feminine energy that I feel like you and I and whoever other women that are like this out there that you can relate, we mm-hmm. block it. We have blocked our feminine energy and we just need to be able to allow it to like kind of open up a little bit because, more. Because you're a boss bitch. That's why. I know I'm a boss bitch, but we can be a boss bitch by also being light. But I mean, listen. <laughs> I, sometimes not all the fucking time my god that's not me i'm just not that i mean i may be a little more light than you 
You're I think a little you bit. are, which well, I'm, I'm so older, crazy. but I wasn't at your age. Yeah, I wasn't at your age. I was with Kobe and he would make mm-hmm. me stand at the fucking door before I would leave in the morning and hug him for 10 seconds. No, because I literally was like, get the fuck away from me. I have shit to do. I, I, I can't I cannot let you in so I know that that's you know I again in my addiction was using sex and whatever else I, I mean not in my relationship my relationship it was the opposite it was when I was single that I was you know acting fucking crazy but when I was in a relationship like I am now I'm very much like caretaker laundry dishes yeah. you know household stuff making dinner parties and doing my you know like making chicken soup like I was up this David six I was up this morning like looking for like soup remedies like I'm very much like a a nurture caretaker in the feminine but it gets the lines get complicated and crossed because we also have to be the masculine we have to be the man because uh, in our lives so we think so it's hard to know how to let somebody else step up I think I think as uh, men and as women I think we could do better I think women, we can allow. <laughs> Ooh, it's so the, uncomfortable. I know, but I think we need to um, allow, and I think men need to try to set up, like, more, like, romantic. A safe space. Yes. yes. You know? More oh, my God. But, but us women also need to allow that sort of energy in. It's both okay, so parties. You know that I really, love watching, really I love watching reality really shows. And there was a reality yeah. show I was watching the other, yesterday, where this husband threw his wife a big anniversary surprise. She loves the movie Pretty Woman. He got this hotel. He had everything on the menu, breakfast ordered. He had like, she didn't even know what was happening. Her friend brought her there and she's like, what is happening? He had like a, a, a string of like red dresses that looked just like Julia Roberts. He went oh and, and so got, a, got a necklace on loan, like some $5 million necklace that was just like hers on loan in that, in that box, you know, that she like puts her hand in or whatever. And they had a beautiful dinner. He had a, a fucking, you know, real recording artist sing Berlin I don't know if you know the song but they they were they were there like to sing this one song to her and and she was uncomfortable yeah with not being in control I was thinking about myself I'm like oh I don't know like if Tom did that if I would be like I'd be like uh what are you doing why is this happening what's happening I Uh, know so you I would too I gotta work on that because we want we want things to be like surprise like we want that but it's hard to like not be um almost like angry and insecure about it I know I know about accepting it I don't know that because if you did that for him he'd be like oh my god stoked he'd be so so I don't know what it is us women I think we need to sort of try to figure that out and work on it a little bit more for our, so if for men. you if your <laughs> man and other women you know so if you feel unapproachable or if your man feels like or woman feels like your your partner or whatever feels like you're unapproachable and they're gonna get their hand bit off when they try to do something at some point they're gonna stop doing it poor and then Tom. we're gonna be like what the fuck poor Tom <laughs> I know yeah, it's like so David crazy. like he, we don't even make dinner reservations because he's like he'll say like let's do dinner on Friday or whatever I mean maybe we've been out to dinner like twice in the last year together but it's like let's you know but I planned like birthday stuff yeah. and this stuff and that stuff you know and he's like whatever you want to do whatever you want to do so all I have to do is say like I want to do that and then he like makes the plan but you know there's that little Same. bit of like I wish I didn't I, I wonder how I would be if it just 
if it happened. But then I would be like, I don't want to go have Chinese food. Yeah, I want to go we, have Italian food. We would food. fight it. We would uh, fight it. So yeah, fucking it's like, annoying. I know. We're annoying. Annoying. Us, we, us women, we know it. Men and other women and whatever. We know. We know that we're annoying. Trust us. Try to be in our fucking body, in our brain, going, "Why am I like this? I don't understand. Why can't I let it happen? Why can't I just let this happen?" It's a constant battle that we are we are struggling with every day. But I Um, I think that's why I like reality. I fantasize. Like I watched The Golden Bachelor last night. Like I used to always watch. (laughs) Wait, it's on at seven o'clock, Scout. Yeah. Like well, no, it's it was on at seven o'clock here. I was like, I'm. This is for old people because it was on at seven. And then at eight, I was like, okay, time to go to bed. Literally. Yeah. Dude, I'm watching uh, Married at First Sight. Yeah, I love that show. (laughs) What is happening? I don't know. We need to fucking check ourselves a little bit. How do we, how do we reunite? You know what we need to do? We need to have like a women's saves, like a fucking pod that all of us women. That's why I liked SLA in the women's group. Yeah. I learned so much. I was even thinking about going back. Yeah, so I'd go with you. I just loved like what I learned from other women and their yeah. struggles and what's going on. And then you just don't feel so alone. alone. And, and I crazy. hope that I hope that a lot of women listening to our podcast feel the same way with Danielle and I. Like you're not alone if you're feeling no, any of this. We're sort of feeling stuff. this. We're same. all feeling it. And we I mean, all you you look at Danielle like, and I want help too. You know, you look it's at like, celebrities and you're like, oh, I wish my life was like. Every time I see like a celebrity getting no. divorced or separated, I'm like, how? How could they be getting separated? They had the perfect life. Like, yeah. that's weird. And then it, yeah, it's, it was um, who was it? It was Adam. Oh God, I'm terrible with names. It was one of the st- two of the stars. One of the stars from um, Pretty Little Liars. No, not Pretty Little Liars. Gossip Girl. And then one of the stars from OC are together and I saw an interview of them and they were like some some person was like oh what does it feel like that you're dating um a star from Gossip Girl what does it feel like when you're dating a a star from OC like does it feel weird and they're like no we're fine what we're totally normal it's like like, no it feels like it's a hectic schedule and we can never fucking see each other because we're always working (laughs) yeah that's what it feels like I'm like I feel like celebrities are like so it, everybody's so normal, y'all. We're all going through the same shit. Whether it's you're just our, Brad it's just Pitt our job, or the Queen, or oh, oh sorry, oh God, who knows? <laughs> I that one, you I know, don't. it's like it's just we're all going through this thing called life, and we're all trying to figure it out, and we're all trying to be good people, you know. Be so, good to each other, please. So now circling back to the beginning, like, yeah, you can choose to be a good person or be a shitter and like yeah. talk like you know negative and 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 spread negative listen stress energy. just fucking shortens your life so if you want to yeah. live your life like it. that if this is tomorrow's not promised and that's that's how you what you want to do with your days that you have here on this beautiful earth for the fact that it's beautiful right now then so be it then you yeah. just wasted you just wasted it you know yeah. that's so sad be I nice to each to other be positive with danielle and talk about sex and love and horror yes. and true crime <laughs> with with bloody disgusting by our side Woo! <laughs> sounds good sounds awesome. good thank you Happy guys for Tuesday. making the last 100 episodes fucking awesome and supporting us and i can't believe we're at 100 and many many more to go so we love yes. you guys thanks so much love Happy you. tuesday Bye.